Welcome to Lake Norman, Two Catholic Guys, here with Sal Marino and Paul Bartman, and we're, we're broadcasting from, from Denver, North Carolina. Yes. This, so this is our first podcast that so we're going to be trying out, and today we're going to talk about, we talked with our class last week about faith. You know, what, how is our faith challenged, and, and, and you know, how do, we, how do we even kind of work with our faith? Absolutely. And, and what does it mean in our faith to be saved? Um, that's a challenge that I think every Christian uh, has uh, in their everyday lives. What are they doing uh, to deserve a place uh, in the grace of God in heaven? Yeah, so you know, we were talking with our class. What do you guys do for your for your faith? What what should you be doing? And you know, right now we've you know we've been working with with the, a lot of the the, the uh, students getting ready for confirmation here at the church, and they're writing their letters to to Father. To say, hey, how are you preparing for for the sacrament of confirmation? You know, last week a lot, or last night, a number of them were writing that letter, and I, you know, I said, well, what's your foundation? What, what, you know, what are you doing with your faith, and then what are you going to do in the future? You know, yeah, because they're, they're they're at the cusp of now, uh, really, the threshold of being an adult. They they have the ability to make decisions for themselves uh, to uh, basically wrap themselves around the faith that they want to develop. Um, I think they face a lot of challenges in this day and age with social media, uh, a lot of the issues that they're facing that we wouldn't uh, shelter from because we didn't have the media presence that they do today. Well, even COVID, right? So yeah. with the, the whole thing of COVID has totally impacted how they go to school and, and shelter them in this, how they interact socially, you yeah. know? And so, you know, a couple of them were like, well, I said, what is confirmation to you? What, what are you going to be doing? Is it a graduation? And they're like, well... And I was like, no, it's kind of the beginning. You're, you're now a soldier of Christ. You're an, you're, you got to go out and evangelize, you know, your faith. And, and that's a tough one for, for, yeah, for people and, to say. Especially in this, in this area. When you, when you think about being Catholic in a predominantly um, Baptist, uh, Protestant uh, area, how do you evangelize the Catholic faith when a lot of the churches around here preach that we may not even be the true church of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And, and, you know, with social media and stuff, and you've got a lot of stuff on social media and, and, and you get a lot of atheists and stuff really challenging. I've got a friend who's in, who's an atheist. And so he's like, yeah, right. You, you know, there, you, you believe in the Holy Eucharist and, and reconciliation and all that. And oh, so wow. she, so he's always challenging me that. And I'm like, well, you do believe in Jesus, don't you? And she's like, well, well, yeah, I do believe in you believe in, what his rules were, right, and what he was teaching. She's like, "Well, yeah, yeah, I believe in all that." And I said, "Well, then, really, you're you're a Christian. You believe in him." She's like, "Well, no, I'm not." I'm like, "Well, actually, yes, you are." You know, so we're it's, all you're on, that they're on that journey. They're they're taking that first step, and I think that's the most important part. Do you believe in Jesus Christ being the Son of God? Um, and we we as Catholics, obviously, we're baptized as, as infants, so our parents make that decision. Um, to bring us into the uh, faith of Christ. But like we are just talking, confirmation, now they're making the final assessment, the final initiation right into the Catholic Church. And they're saying, yes, I want you to be part of my life. Well, part of it too is, and, and what we have issues with is we're, I'm a cradle, cradle Catholic. I think, Sal, you are too, yeah. right? And so you you just assume that role that you it's passed down. It's almost like you take the baton. It's like second nature. It's like, Put it on your, on your pants and shirts every day. It's something you do, and it, you're accustomed to it, and it's right. Just 
part of your everyday life. And so, and so we're, 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 we're just automatically doing that. We're not really challenged with our faith and we, we haven't chosen, you know, I've, I've got a, a friend in Indonesia. They've had to, she had to actually pick her religion and, and, and fight for it. And it has a totally different meaning for me. And, you know, I've always, she always kids me, Oh, you're a Cato cradle Catholic and, and you don't have a true faith, you know, and, and in a way, she's right. Yeah. Oh, and if you look at, I mean, look at the a lot of the surveys <laughs> or research out there now about Catholics in this day and age. A lot of Catholics don't even know their true faith. Forty-five percent of Catholics now believe that the Eucharist is in fact a symbol, right? Which yeah. which is disturbing in itself. And and you know, with our class too, you know, they come back and go, "Oh, you you, you guys, you've been doing this forever," and yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, you believe, and you're trying to push this on us and you don't understand us young people. And I finally had to go back and it was a couple more like, well, we don't believe we come because our, because our parents make us something. Okay. That's cool. Because guess what? I was kind of the same way, you know, in, in eighth grade. And I, you know, and I, I challenged my parents and stuff. And I said, and I, and I said, I even left the church for a while. You know, I, I left and I had to, through turn of events, through meeting a homeless person, and realizing this person saying, you know, I'm richer than you in my faith. And me realizing from this person that he, w- he was right. And so I had to kind of go back. You know, I came from a hardcore Catholic family, you know, and, and, and raised that. And I, and I kind of rebelled and, and, and left. Which I think a lot of people do. A yeah. lot of people do rebel against their parents. They think they have to find their way. And so, and so I, um, you know. I um, had to come back. And so, I, you know, that's what I tell my students. I, we tell our students, I'm like, I left for a while and I had to come back and realize that my faith was important to me. And meeting that person, you know, things don't happen for, you know, coincidence. I think things happen for a reason. No, I mean, I mean, a homeless person, you know, it, it, that that had Jesus draw me back, you know, and coming down to North Carolina, I'm from, I'm from a small town in Illinois and grew up in Illinois. And, you know, and, 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 and you know, I was a kid, I'm from this town called Anawan, Illinois, you know, and Lawrence Welk named us Anawan, and a two, and a three. And so it was a small Catholic church. And, you know, I, I kind of left the faith and then decided to come here to Charlotte. And, you know, now I'm teaching and volunteering and stuff. So God kind of had a plan for me. Yeah. I'll- I always say, and this is one thing I try to instill in my kids, that every challenge that you face, that God obviously gave you the ability and the fortitude to deal with what you're dealing with. And if you can't handle that by yourself, if you can't conquer uh, that obstacle in front of you, he puts people in your path that will help you uh, overcome that obstacle. Truly believe that in my heart. Um, And that's one of the things, uh, again, being the common cradle Catholic, um, and not everybody, not every cradle Catholic, um, obviously I come from uh, a large Italian family, Italian Irish family. Uh, there's a lot of my family that don't practice. They that that take that path of least resistance and decide, oh, I believe, but that's good enough for me. Well, it goes back to that whole thing, and we, we showed on the Father Schmidt video, you know, do all good Catholics go to heaven. Go to heaven. And, 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 and that's that, that's what uh, where the comment I uh, was discussing before with you, um, are Catholics saved? And really, the answer is no. No. Baptism is that's an initial initiation right into uh, obviously the life of Jesus Christ. That's the start. But that's just uh, one element. Um, another element when you look at it, people say, "Well, I'm a good person." What does that mean? 
Well, what yeah. does being good mean? Does but, that? But it's more than that. I mean, you can be a good person and sit at home, but you've, you've got to practice the faith. You've yep. got to go and you know, you know, and, and I, you know, I've been volunteering and stuff. But then I, 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 I'll, I'll confess, I've been missing mass. And so a friend of mine said to me, she's like, um, "You realize you're missing the most important part of the whole Catholic faith, which is um, the Eucharist." Absolutely. And she's like, "You can't be saved, and you can't be a true Catholic." And he's like, "So you're volunteering? Big deal." You're, you're, you're teaching the kids, but you're not walking the walk. I, I just watched uh, a Baptist uh, preacher who uh, converted to Catholicism. Now a priest. He talked. He touched upon two things, um, true important elements for the Catholic faith. He talked about the healing element of the Catholic Church that no one else offers, <coughs> and that is what we just discussed: the Eucharist. That is our healing. Healing. Uh, uh, obviously, when Jesus Christ uh, speaking on the Sermon on the Mount, he said, "Only those who eat my flesh and drink my blood shall have eternal life in me." Right, and, and you got to take that every Sunday. You are getting new life in, into you each and every Sunday, and you're renewing yourself, and you're going into God's house, and you're 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 you're, you're becoming part of Him. And you know, you you don't realize with COVID when you were streaming video. And stuff, it's not the same. It and so was you're, so antiseptic. I was, I felt so disconnected during that time, right. streaming, streaming masses. And then when you finally go back and do communion, it's like you, you're reunited with an old friend, you know? And you're just like, and, oh my and, God, I've missed this. Perfect, perfect analogy. And he is. He is our friend. He is there to guide us. He is not there to trip you up or say, ah, I got you. No. Um, we, we talked about The Chosen, watching that show, and... Um, when you see that show, if you uh, haven't watched it, it's 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 a nice um, depicted uh, story of life of Jesus and the apostles. But one one thing that I loved about the show was Mary Magdalene when she uh, fell off the path and and walked away from Jesus uh, and fell into her own life. And when she came back, the first thing Jesus did was to uh, basically uh, you know offer repentance. Yeah, you your reconciliation. Forgiven. Yeah, you are forgiven. He always has a loving heart. I mean, we talked about um, obviously the story about the shepherd that loses uh, that one sheep, and when he finds that one sheep, we celebrate because he found that one sheep. Uh, what do we do with the other ninety-nine that stay put? Are they, uh, you know, less than that one? No, the heavens rejoice when one finds its way back after being lost. Yeah, that's what we want as Christians. To find that that sinner, to find that uh, the person, to heal the heart that they have, and find that relationship with our, our Lord Jesus Christ. And, and, and in Matthew, you know, you, you read Matthew. I think it's Matthew twenty two fourteen says, "Many are called, but few are chosen." Yep. You know, and so we're called, and so yeah, so I, I'm 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 called, and I'm volunteering and stuff, but I'm not listening, and I'm not chosen because you know you you you've got the ears, and you everyone has ears to listen. But are you really and truly listening and understanding the gospel and understanding what Jesus is really saying to you? You're probably hearing, you know, like the you hear the um, the, the remember the Snoopy and, and the Charlie Brown that the teacher going wah 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 wah, and, and that's what you do. You yep. you turn it out and you hear you go through the motions and you hear the wah 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 wah, and and you're missing the true meaning of what Jesus is trying to tell you, and and, and you're you're totally missing the point. Absolutely. And, and that's one thing that uh, we have to instill in, in the kids is to, uh, for them, it, at this point in life, it seems like it's boring. Uh, it's not entertaining, uh, as some of the other churches may have the, you know, the feel-good uh, 
uh, masses and singing, uh, but we have a special relationship uh, in regarding uh, what Jesus offers. Yep, we do. And, and, and you know, we got to take advantage of it. You know, we, it's especially in this day and age, we're really going to be challenged with our faith. And I think a lot I think of more so today, I think more so today we're challenged, like you said, COVID, I think, changed a lot of people's mentality. I think the fear, um, and we, we talk about this in class, fear. Uh, it's uh, Or it's discussed that in the Bible, fear is listed 365 times. And when you think about it, how many days in a year? Yep, you know, one for every day. Days. Yeah. So God always says, thou shalt not fear. Why? Why shouldn't we fear? Because he's always with us. And it's through God's grace that we're saved. Um, because people always, like we were just talking, are, are, are you chosen? And we're chosen by the, the grace of God. But he do, chooses us. But do we listen? That's, again, it's your heart has to be open. Your mind has to be open to that message he's sending. There's a lot of people who miss that message. Uh, and because they're blinded by either fear, angry, uh, anger, hatred, or lack of love, um, they miss that message. So it goes ties back to the Father Mike Schmidt video where it says, you know, to truly all good people, you know, uh, go to heaven. Go to heaven. And, and, and it's and he, he outlined it too. Baptism, that's the start. Yep. Secondly, uh, uh, partaking in the Eucharist, that is where true healing, that's where true relationship uh, with Jesus Christ can be um, uh, experienced each and every week. Prayer. Obviously, prayer. the biggest thing, prayer is the other, and obeying God's will. I mean, when, when we say the Lord's Prayer, it says, God's will, thy will be done. And we must hear that message. And often, I mean, look at this day and age. How many times do we um, uh, mandate our own morality? Well, and, and you know, in, in, in last week in Father's homily, they talked about, you know, um, Jesus said, love one another, yeah. love others. You know, I'm not going to be here long, so you got to love others. And, and sometimes, you know, in this day and age and, and with society, We've, we've kind of lost that message. We've kind yeah. of lost that whole that Two whole greatest commandments. You know, love. Yeah, and and, and the what they say, God's greatest grace, love, yeah. right, gift. Yeah. And you know, sometimes we don't we don't follow it. You know, we we don't love. It's God's creatures. It's the hardest thing to do. Is uh, I mean, we drive every day, right? How many times when we're driving does someone do something? And what's our first instinct nowadays? Is to get angry and yell at them and give them these the yeah you know, yeah you know give them and to gesture. How it's it's that moment we have to learn to find that that uh, true um, calmness and that uh, basically mindset to take a deep breath to let him take control. Okay, God, I'm going to let you take control of the situation. I am not going to allow the outburst of my own emotion to judge or to cloud your grace and again there's so many elements I, I love some of the stories that you see or on either LinkedIn Facebook some of these feel-good stories when you see people and you have these outbursts and people look in and reacting in weird ways and then when they uh, go behind the scenes on what happened to that person before that outburst and sometimes you have no idea what that person's experiencing what's been done uh, to make them either react or do what they uh, did. In that, that you, you don't know. You don't until you live in someone else's shoes, yep. and you don't understand their faith. You don't understand them. So we, you know, in this day and age, you got to have a little bit more empathy. You know? Absolutely, absolutely. Like I said the two greatest commandments: love God with all your heart, mind, and soul, 
and love your neighbor as you love yourself. And that's, that's, that is, I think, the big problem. How many people truly love themselves? How many people are truly afraid to go to um, reconciliation? I would think a lot. To really confess. Oh, I, I think absolutely a lot. A lot of people don't think they're worthy of it, right? right? And, and think they and don't really truly love themselves. And, and it's like the old saying, you know, when you're, when you're, you know, it's like the, the analogy, you know, when it plane's going down, you got to put your oxygen mask on first yep. before you can help others. So if you're in your faith, if you're not putting on your oxygen yeah, mask first, and then you can't right. help anybody else, right? But that that's the truth. And we, we think about it. I mean, we've heard on the face when, when they uh, say, why do you go confess to a priest? Obviously, we learn from Pentecost, Jesus Christ, uh, obviously, uh, implored the uh, apostles to go and uh, listen, take upon uh, people's sins. Obviously, uh, the first act of uh, reconciliation. Um, I always tell people, uh, if you think that just praying to God for, for your sins, are you truly, truly putting yourself out there? Uh, as opposed to really, really putting yourself out there when you speak to another individual, such as a priest, who obviously is there to, to listen to your sins. That's where true healing comes in. When you can confess to the priest what you may 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 have done or may not have done, uh, and, and to build that wall against. And you're, and you're confessing to the priest, but truly you're talking to Jesus. To Jesus Christ. Exactly. You're talking. You're talking to Jesus. So when you go in there, you, the, the priest is there, and he's kind of kind of the the conduit. But essentially, you're talking to Jesus. And if you can't talk to Jesus, it's like, well, who can you talk to? Yep. You know. Um, and so it's, it's, I think we've kind of lost that people are not healing themselves and taking that step they need to uh, as part of reconciliation and, and all the sacraments. So we talked about the Absolutely. Eucharist and people aren't, aren't doing the healing and aren't, you know, their, their faith is being challenged with, with what's going on. You know, same with Fatima, look at it. If you can draw kind of the comparison, you know, they, they had a war. Well, oh, we're having a war with Ukraine. Um, we having a pandemic. Oh, they had a pandemic too with the flu. So there's a lot of a lot of you know similarities, and, and a lot of Catholics are on the edge yeah. about that. And, and, and when, when you you listen to the message and what was the causes, because of too many faithless people. I mean, what we have going on in this country in our political system, uh, it's it's almost baffling to hear some of the arguments. I mean, Roe v. Wade that that is the argument that now is at forefront, and it always amazes me that. People can just put morality aside and scream at the killing of a child. I mean, to me, I don't know how you can um, have the grace of God in your heart if you honestly believe in Absolutely, such a, absolutely. Any, any, any God's creature. I find my, my, my son was yelling at me the other day because I'm slamming on a brakes because a squirrel cut a front in front of us. He's like, Dad, Dad, you're, you almost killed us over that squirrel. I said, you know, you know but he, he's like, well, you almost killed us. Like, oh, sorry. But, but that poor squirrel, I didn't want to hit him. You I know? just did that with my son. <coughs> it, it baffles me that people kill the amount of squirrels in our development. Like, how fast do you have to be driving? And how heartless are you? I mean, that's right. a poor little right. squirrel. So, so, but, so again, it's, but yeah, it goes back to that. And, and just the whole thing of, uh, of and, and, and with, with the whole abortion thing. It's like it's like the, some of the people who are against us. Like, well, what would have happened if your mother would have gotten an abortion? Absolutely, and that's the thing. It's, it's. I think you have to have more faith in Him, and not in faith in yourself. And, and I, I think that's the problem with a lot of people is, is they don't think um, in a situation of having a child 
that the um, struggles, uh, whatever their fear is, is not going to be either resolved or um, helped by, by Jesus Christ along the way, which he does. He puts everybody in, in your, your path to, to help. So I am um, um, one of my neighbors. She's an elderly lady, a grandmother in her 70s, and she lived, she a, was a flower child growing up in the 60s. And she ended up um, get, having a, you know, getting pregnant out of wedlock and, and back when it was, you know, with the whole abortion thing. And, and she ended up doing it because she was just, you know, almost on the street and, you know, hitchhiking, yes. and, you know, the 60s. And now she's just like, that was a huge, she totally regrets it. And it, she, it brings her in tears whenever she thinks about it. She's like, I, I killed an innocent person thinking at the time when I was 19 or 18, thinking I've got to do this because this is the only way I can survive and stuff. And she and goes, I've been haunted. And she goes, I'm 75 now. And I've been haunted 60 and, some years and, about and it. And that brings me back to the point. Obviously, <laughs> we have the salvation that you can receive through reconciliation. Uh, I don't think anybody should judge that person. That's not for us to judge. Our, we're there to support them. They obviously right. made a decision. They, they obviously have that hurt in their hearts. And, and, and it's something that they have to contend with and allow God's grace to come into a life. Again, going back to Lady Fatima, uh, the faithless is the issue. People like when you commit an act of that nature or any other act, and, and you think you're unworthy, you're not going to present yourself to Jesus. You're not right. going to allow him. You're not going to allow his grace to save you. And, and that, I think, is the most important factor uh, to keep in mind, that in order to be saved, in order to be chosen, you have to allow yourself to be healed, heal yourself to allow your sins to be resolved and not to hold on to them. Uh, they say, I mean, uh, for most Ill illnesses, the one trigger for a lot of illnesses, what? Stress. Right. It's amazing when you look at rheumatoid arthritis, cancers, shingles, what some of the biggest uh, triggers in some of these big uh, you know, uh, diseases. Stress was the, the common denominator of what started the the factor. So if stress can be that harmful on your physical body, it's doing just as much, soul. if not worse, to your spiritual body. Right, right. And and, so, and, and on, on the flip side of that, I have a, a good friend who's, you know, on dialysis and, and been on for a while. And he says his faith keeps him going. And it's a, on the flip side, it's your faith. He says, amazing how hope and, and hope keeps you going and, and, and your faith. And that's the thing. I mean, I always said, I'm like, I think I'm more satisfied than most because of the faith that I've always had. I, I always know that no matter what goes on, what what's happened, I can always pray to him and I can feel his presence. So I, I think that, that is the most important factor when looking at um, uh, this conversation. So again, uh, when we look at the overall of uh, being saved, it's not just by your baptism. It's not just by the works that you do. Uh, it's not just by going to church. It's through God's grace that we are, in fact, saved, that we are chosen. So um, this is our first podcast. Um, we are the Lake Norman Catholic guys. Um, we, through faith, have been brought together to teach catechists here at, at that church here. And, you know, and some of us think we're dorks. And where they, they think we're we're unorthodox yes. with our teaching. We're definitely unorthodox, but you know what? Um, I think um, with our passion, uh, with the excitement that we uh, show these kids, 
you have to we have to be able to portray that our faith is just as important as any other activity or event that we do in our life and we need to embrace that and we choose and we and we take a, a, a non-traditional approach i mean we still talk talk about our faith and stuff but we pull in some of the digital stuff we pull in father mike schmidt the chosen yep. and, and we use uh, uh, the apps what were some of the apps we use audit uh app we have um and of course, you just put me on the stop. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm so so. We use a, a number of apps, and, and um, so we take a, just a different approach with teaching our kids. So, as part of our podcast, we're going to start sharing that with you. So, this is our Absolutely. first first shot at it. Um, we wanted to share this with you. I hope you all who Enjoy listened to it, enjoyed it. What we say and believe, or think we're you know on point, not on point, but we want to share what we share with our kids. And, 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 and we hope faith. to inspire you and, and spark that, that fire in your heart uh, to, if you're not um, in the church, to come back to the church. <laughs>